Dente Rigamotis, live from Mikey the East Ends for Evil's basement. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a thing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least for a temporary measure. I'm your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey the East Ends for Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And for Icker... Well, for Icker 14. <laughs> but... <laughs> It didn't even sound like you were going to mess it up. I know. <laughs> and for Icker Fall 2018, we're doing Convenience. <laughs> Actually, kind of... <laughs> this episode brought to you by an inconvenience. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. No. That's, that's just kind of funny. Anyway. It's uh, not really that inconvenient, though. It really wasn't. No. Like, so Either he done... drives to your house or you drive to his house. What's yeah, the difference? that's fair. But, uh, yeah, we're doing... Um, Convenience, which is one of two stories in Icker Falls, A Visitor's Guide, which is not done by Chris Straub, but in fact Sarah Ferris. Um, so we'll just kind of dive right into the into the rundown. Uh, convenience is basically being ex- talked or told to us uh, via the narrator, who is an actual character in the story, but the narrator is talking to like us, the reader, basically um, mm. about this situation, and so he's. A shop, a, a store owner. He or he owns, she, he or she is does it a. Say? Um, I kind of, it kind of doesn't like in the in the some of the writing it does kind of insinuate to be a, a man, but it, it could I guess be a woman. I'm gonna scour the entire thing and try to find anything. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a store owner. Uh, he he owns a convenience store between basically like Main Main Street, Iker Falls, the highway, and. Actually, I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just basically between town and, and the highway. Um, and he is basically kind of chronicling, like, his uh, his life at working at this at this place. Like, how, like, the ups and downs and stuff like that. Um, how, basically, he was there while the town kind of, like, went down into the shitter. Um, and the people got poorer. Um, his, the tourists stopped coming. Uh, at some point, uh, but the cops started kind of come increasing in number, and the townsfolk changed from like the, the old, the uh, the old, uh, the old boys and stuff like that to like the poor and like they basically these like kind of delinquent or um, destitute shufflers, <laughs> people who mm. couldn't really afford anything, but they just wanted to get in out of the cold. He keeps referring to them as slower than usual as well. Yeah, he'd have like, to like explain things to them and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and the one night. Uh, that he's uh, getting ready for uh, to go home early because like the game's on and stuff. Uh, he, this guy comes in and like starts shuffling down the into the back area, and he tells him to to get it like to get, uh, hurry up because he wants to go see the game. And the guy just kind of grunts, kind of pisses the guy off a little bit. So he takes his gun that he he got because it's been getting rougher out there, uh, just to kind of like as an intimidation factor. He's not intending to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as, when he goes to confront the guy to tell him like like hey do, do you not hear me like I'm closing up gotta get out of here you gotta come back tomorrow the guy just kind of stands there and just starts like smiling at him and like to the to the narrator he starts like laughing at him basically like or like almost like 
like he's better, like he's like knows something he doesn't, or like he's better than the, than than the store owner, and it's really pissing off the guy. Um, and he just starts like just getting more and more infuriated with this guy to the point where he just basically unloads on him. Um, after like snapping from something from like either seeing something in the guy or just like getting so furious. That the guy was getting closer to and closer yeah, to him. and he was smelling, and it was like he was basically breathing in this stench that the guy yeah. was emanating, and he couldn't stand it, and he hates his fucking town, and then bam, 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 six six shots into the guy. Um, guy ends up getting, uh, apparently the uh, disposal of the shuffler was pretty easy. He just threw him into the truck of his car and dropped him off at the in the woods on his way to, way to work, or uh, on his way to his house, and got a decent night's sleep, and then came back the next morning and cleaned up the rest of the mess. Uh, and then, at this point, he's kind of snapped. The next part, next next phase of this uh, story is basically just him saying how life's great, and uh, he's actually taken up hunting since the incident, uh, and uh, uh, the cops have started, uh, have stopped showing up as much, uh, but there's a new development in the town, so hopefully there's going to be some new blood in the town for his shop, and that's kind of where the story ends. Um... I've got some words about that, but we'll get into my, my actual thoughts regarding that, the end of the story. I would hope you have, you would have words to say, otherwise we wouldn't have a show. That is true. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we'll go into the Grammar Inquisition, since everyone expects it at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to start off with saying this. The story is entirely a form of dialogue, complete with a... An, complete, complete, it has a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Complete with a characteristic accent, uh, the narrator is telling the story on the page. So while I have a few grammar issues, it was one of those cases where I just had to pass by a few of the of our usual gripes um, in the writing, at least more so than usual. Um, that said, I do have a few that I'm going to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, easy access to the highway to the main... Yeah. Easy access to the highway, to the town main road. I might have gone with to the town's main road, like mm-hmm. just have like the have like kind of like the um, possessive put on the town because it just seemed weird when I wrote like to the town main road. It just seemed like those were just separate words. They weren't like connected, but they I are suppose. intentionally connected. And I know town isn't technically a person, so it can't own a thing, but it still like does could get an, a, a, a possessive s there. Yeah. This one now. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next one I have is started carrying a thirty-eight revolver in the store. Bodies gotta protect himself, doesn't he? Or sorry, don't he? Yeah, that's the one instance where yeah. he refers to himself as he. As so, I was reading through it during your rundown. Yeah. Uh, when I read that, I was like, D- does he mean buddies? Like B U D D Y E Y S? Like or like? Or, no. Yeah, because like somebody. Yeah. Okay. The, the, okay. Maybe, yeah. It might be just be his like accent was, uh, but I it just didn't translate that well in my head when I read it. I actually have that myself. Where's the one I wrote down? The, the way I rewrote it to, um, I wrote it to uh, started carrying a thirty revolver in the store. Got to protect myself, don't I? Yeah, that would have worked better. Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. There's uh, and then I kind of leave off my grammar positions with this. Um, there are a lot of very run-on sentences in this story, but again, due to the dialogue nature of the story, I'm one of, I'm one to let it pass as the character go, is just going on and on about like his 
story. Um, so it's kind of like a, a dialogue twerk, or like, twerk, what the hell? <laughs> a dialogue tweak, or like, or it's kind of like a dialogue quirk. Mm-hmm. Of just going on and on rambling, basically, is what he was doing in the story. Um, there are breaks uh, and commas to slow down and cause pause for the reader in some of these sentences that are, like, really long. There's just not that many periods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not, like, so the sentence structure is a little off because it is kind of a dialogue story. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my grammar inquisitions. Mikey, these stands for you. All right. So the first one that I have isn't a grammar inquisition, but it started off being one. Because I didn't know at the beginning that, that this was dialogue. dialogue. <laughs> oh. So it's the very first sentence, which is, Business these days, it ain't what it was. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That accent. You think that's bad. Also, so you can check the story out. I, I should have posted this. I should have mentioned this earlier. You can check this. You can only check the story out, as far as I know, on uh, through the uh, the visitor's guide. Uh, the printed version of the collection. Um, as far as I know, you can't. I couldn't find it on the uh, on the website, so um, we did have to type this one up just to like kind of get our notes together and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that was kind of hard to do. <laughs> like just remembering not to correct these uh, the the slang that was going on in the dialogue. Yeah, but uh, until I realized that the whole thing was dialogue. Yeah, that that first sentence was like, ah, oh, I'm in for one of these stories. <laughs> the next one is another year goes by like that. Aren't looking much better the next. Yeah, I was like, aren't? <laughs> like, huh? He's a hick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, that's basically like my. Like, that's why I didn't bother much with like with a lot of the issues that we usually have with the stories, is because. It, this is technically all dialogue. It's hard to kind of yeah. grammar Nazi that. <laughs> Alright. So the next one I have is... Uh, I grab my gun, not because I think I'll need it, but just to be safe. I feel it should be grabbed, because I'm intense. Alright, so the next one I have is a super run-on sentence. Yeah, I think I know that one, too. It's a super one. I think I ignored it, too. Is it this one? And, uh, sort of, I grab my gun? Yeah. Yeah. And put, yeah, the whole paragraph, with no periods whatsoever, just breaks and commas? Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I was actually going to do that that whole story, that whole one. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna... I must have missed that. bomb this by just saying, there's a lot of Mm run-on sentences... It's dialogue. It's kind of fine because there's breaks in the commas and stuff of like that. But yeah, there are There's no still periods. Dialogue. It's all one sentence. Someone is saying this to someone. It's just rambling. They're dead at the end. Well, okay. They breathed. No, no, they have been breathing because there are technically breaks okay. in okay. that story. Okay. In that yeah. Yeah. The people at home don't have any context. So, Mikey, yes. these okay. are evil. Read out the entire thing as if you were talking to me <laughs> and telling me this. I grabbed my gun and pointed at him. You get the hell out of here, you get. But he's still moving close to me. That stupid, fat, white grin closer. And the glint in his eyes matches the glint on my gun. And the smell. God, the smell is everywhere. 
And I'm thinking how the stench in my nostrils, that same air was under those clothes a second ago, escaping when he moved, steaming out from his filthy body and getting into my lungs, inside me, and he's rubbing all the filth he carries with him, the filth he makes, all over my piece of shit store, and God, I hate this town and this place and him, him and his kind are what's ruined this town and all those years I worked here, building and saving and growing something to keep the lights on at home and these dirty stupid shufflers ruined it all and he's so close now and that ripped away. When is it over? <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair, actually for this monologue, if you there is actually this is kind of the transitioning point to him like snapping though. Yeah. Like see he starts off like just like getting like frustrated. <laughs> And then slowly getting more and more pissed off and angry, and so yeah. that's why he's rambling and rambling on. Yeah, I, I understand. But he still needs to breathe. <laughs> he like technically there are spots to breathe, like at those breaks, basically. Yeah. But because there are like these like long dashes, basically throughout the story. But yeah, there, there's no periods at all in that story in that entire paragraph sentence. Yes. Not even at the it end. It is one complete... Yeah, Not even at the end? It literally <laughs> ends off with one of those breaks, and then it just goes to the next one. So it's technically... It's the same period, yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say that's technically the same paragraph. <laughs> yeah, it would be, except he does have a capital, like, at the... Uh, like, he treats the next sentence paragraph yeah. as, a, as a new sentence, basically. So... Yeah. <laughs> it is a long-ass <laughs> thing. I was going to actually reread it myself, and I was like, no, like, I understand why he's doing this, it's not grammatically right, but at the same time, it's fucking dialogue, and it's, it's supposed to emulate the ramblings of a, ma- of a man about to go insane, or about to snap. But again, he is bound by the the same rules we No, are. he's not, because it's dialogue on a written page. So, coming off. Sorry. Him, the character, Hickman. Yes. John Hickman. He is bound to the same rules you and I, maybe not Mikey, because he is a cosmic strange demon. cosmic demon, but you and I, at least, we have to breathe. We need air so we can say things. If you are constantly speaking and not giving yourself enough time to breathe, but again, commas don't count. No, there's not commas. There's breaks. Those breaks could work as breaks for him to like breathe while he's talking. Yeah, but replace some of the periods then. But those are at the beginning <laughs> of the yeah. paragraph, and then it's no, just there's... commas from that. It, it don't matter. It don't. Matter. Yeah. Well, whatever. Again, it's uh, grammar inquisition is a little. Like we're going into the nitty gritty nitpicky of this of the, with this story because it's it's kind of superfluous. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Though yes. either way, was that all you? Yes. Okay. Cool. Sorry, we did cut you off by the end of it, but we kind of got the gist of what was going on. <laughs> it just sounded like he was going to keep ending he was, he was, and ending and two, ending. He was two lines away. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. But yeah, like there was like a point where I was, I was almost going to chime in. It's like, he's halfway done. <laughs> I, I just thought it was going to end so much sooner. All right. Dude, it's literally that big. That par- that one. Ah! <laughs> it's that one huge one. Yeah. Oh, I was not aware. I thought it would be a small one. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> yes. on to my grammar-related discrepancies. Um, 
My first one, I actually typed in after I read the entire story, and it is a possible uh, rename of the story. Okay. To Dash 63. Do you know why? No. Because there are 63 dashes throughout this entire story. <laughs> God. And if all the double dashes you put in were meant to be triple dashes, yeah. like the other yeah, long go, ones, yes. then it's technically 69. So, yeah, there were supposed to be, yeah. That's all the dashes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only because only the reason I did like double dash and triple dashes because I couldn't. I don't know where that char- how to do that character. Oh, I know. That's fine. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. A ridiculous amount of dashes. Yes. Even if those are all meant to be one. Yeah. Like it's still there's there's so many. There are again like the character basically uses that like they use that as a period for most of the story. Use a period. If it has the same effect well, no, as, it, as a period, it, then why not use period? I don't know why. Like I don't know a hundred percent. The, the, the full use of that dash, but it's basically to break up a thought process without using a period. It's like some kind of in between. I thought that's a semicolon. It also works as a as like in, it's basically it's a similar thing. It's you can do either or. It just makes it confusing. <laughs> yeah. Either way, um, I'll continue with these. I did not have the um the mindset of oh it's dialogue I'll give it a pass. No, it does not get a free pass. If you write an entire story as dialogue, that doesn't give you just free rights to write it as jumbled or incoherently as you want. Actually, yes, it does. Sorry to say. Like, if you're trying to invoke an accent, which is... I'm not talking about putting I-N on the end with an apostrophe. I mean, just just other things wrong with it. I'm not talking about accents. That's fine. It's just, like, the flow of it being weird and, like, entire paragraphs being one sentence. Like, that doesn't give you a free run at that. Mm. Okay. It's it's like a magical MacGuffin of writing. It's like, oh, well, it's all dialogue, so you can't... Well, uh, it's, it's like, that's why a lot of people don't do first-person perspective like or dialogue in a, uh, a text, because you can do it poorly. Um, but but like, in your eyes, you're saying that I'm you can't saying, judge I, it. I, no, I'm, I'm not saying I can't judge it. Like, I, did, I did point out some things. I'm just saying it's hard to, like... Go into like kind of like like because we'd be here forever if we were like picking away at this like one hundred percent because it's dialogue it, it is meant to be dialogue so it's meant to emulate a person talking to somebody else us mm-hmm. that other person being us the yeah. reader so I'm still like oh fine with like us like talking about like mm-hmm. grammar and some of that it just yeah like that's like that's where my stance is with uh, like just carpet carpeting over the um, like my opinions on the grammar is because like there's no point in going into all the nitty. Uh, like nitty gritty bits of it because there's too much of it. <laughs> the way the way I see it, if it if an entire story is written down, first person perspective, all dialogue, and it's not caring about punctuation and flow of a sentence and stuff like that, then it just kind of it, it makes it anyone else that is not writing full dialogue they have a harder time at it because they have to be judged more because it's not all dialogue, and I don't think that's fair. So I'm judging. I'm judging this equally too, as if it is not. All, all right, that's fair. So the first two sentences in kind of annoyed me from the get-go, um, partially just because the amount of variety in the punctuation in such small sentences I felt is unnecessary. Like the sentence moved, moved here back in ellipses. Don't even remember now. Semicolon. It's been that long. Period. There's three instances of punctuation in that very small sentence when that could just be shortened down so much more. And then, figured, comma, town needs a convenience store, triple dash, hell, comma, the whole world seems to need more convenience stores, period. It's another short sentence with just a lot of punctuation in it, Mm -hmm. to an unnecessary amount. And 
I, I just think it's overkill for how short some of these are. Okay. Um, that one we talked about. And then this one, the, um, the end of the, man. Yeah, this, um, this next paragraph, I feel like it should, it should have just been connected to the other, the previous one, because it talks about the same thing. And he's talking about his store. And he's saying, I win, the town wins, works all around, period. And then the next, the start of the next, uh, paragraph is, seems to work for a time, too. About the locals pretty regular. Like, he's still talking about the store, even though that was mm-hmm. what the previous one was about. And then midway through that paragraph, he starts talking about something else. So it's not really grouped together. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Then, um, life just crawls by when you got worries. Bills to pay, job after job, letting you go, getting fired or laid off. Um, the, the last two say kind of the same thing. So I think that could just be simplified to life just crawls by when you got worries. Bills to pay, job off, job after job letting you go, getting fired or laid off. So instead of job after job and letting you go being sectioned out with a break in between, that, that's the same thing. Well, I, re- I, I wrote it differently the second time. Life just crawls by when you got worries. Then if you want to do it as a list, you know, colon, bills to pay, working day after day, and getting fired or laid off. Like, there's a lot of other ways yeah. to do it. We're keeping it as different um, things in a list, not listing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Then I have a quote here of um, a sentence that really speaks to me. That's a really well thought out and proper sentence and says a lot about the story. Years. It's an entire sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. And for context, time went by, comma, I didn't even notice, period. Years. Period. Yeah. It's accentu- accentuating how many years. Ellipses. How much time. Yeah, I get, the okay, I guess of that. I guess that would work, yes. <laughs> then, um, I still had locals, but they started being different locals. At first, it was just poorer than usual, slower than usual. Had to repeat myself when talking to them, you know. And, um, uh, the semicolon there was a colon written down. So, it's probably a colon in there as well. Because uh, the first one was also a colon. Where was it? It's pretty early, early on, talking about the locals and shit. Paragraph starts with did notice, though. Oh, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's a colon. Okay. Oddly enough, this is where I thought that, oh, wait, this might have been an accident on your part, cultist, in the the transcribing, that being colons instead of semicolons, but actually, no. <laughs> then, uh, next one, I got a huge run on here. Uh, nights were hardest, long nights, just me in the store, the odd shuffling local coming or going, the lights buzzing over, overhead, got to talking to myself, playing the radio to make it seem like there was more company, these new customers couldn't chit-chat for crap, I tell you that. A lot of words, there's a triple dash, a comma, a comma, a comma, a comma, okay. a double dash, a comma, like, a period. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, are you going to go through the entire story? Like, basically, like... No, I did I did or? ten things, then I'm like, that's enough. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, because like, I'm going to, it's like, he's just going through the entire paragraph. Like, like, it's just, it's all dialogue, though. Like, It doesn't get a free pass. It kind of does when it comes to this kind of thing. Like, if you're trying to tell this, like, trying to emulate somebody telling a story, like, yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be, um, like, issues in the writing, but that's because it's, they're, they're talking like a person does. Like, they don't compile it, like, they don't have to, like, they don't, Edit it proper, like like all make it all fancy, or to like make it all like proper, because that's how people talk. We like we stutter, we break up, we like we talk too fast, or we don't talk too, uh, fast enough, kind of thing. Like that's it's just dialogue on the page. Like it doesn't get a free pass for me. Okay, I, I think that's a cheap move in writing, and I'm I'm not going to give it that. All right, that's one I talked about, and then um, tenth one, he's getting even closer now. 
essentially that uh, that sentence. I'll I'll jump over that a little bit. Um, when it gets to the point where it's like I snap, just snap. The next thing I know, look down, see my revolver in my hand, cylinder empty, and I put all six bullets in. I read that completely differently the first time. Okay. I didn't realize he shot him until he said they threw the body in the trunk of his <laughs> truck. It, it didn't clearly put, say it to me because I read that as I looked at my like he's getting closer. I, I looked at my gun, like I snapped, and I looked at my gun, and like it was empty. So then I put six bullets in him, as in like I popped open the cylinder and loaded it. Oh, you thought they like yeah? I thought he was talking about the gun he as in. He, he didn't really like. It's like I went to fire, but I didn't have any bullets to fire. Yeah. So I missed, and I got sad, and I passed out. <laughs> Woke up with a popsicle. No, um, but yeah, it, it, it's partially because of the um, the accent with him, but. If you're referring to someone else, wouldn't it be EM as talking to him? M? Hard to say. It, it, it doesn't solve still, the issue, it, but I'm just saying. It could still be M as in, like... I am. Like, yeah, I am, because it's basically just getting rid of the H. Uh, because he's talking too fast with the accent. So Well, that's not nothing but... Because M, M, like M, like EM, is usually, like, the fast-accented version of them. Not him. Oh, I suppose, Which yeah. them would still work as well, but it would just be basically a gender-fluid, like, word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like those people, those shufflers. Yeah. Well, no, because you can also say, like, um, like when you're like, oh, I'm talking about them, and you look over and, like, to the person, and, like, they, it could be a guy or a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. It's I, I feel like that would make more sense if, if you said, I put all six bullets in it, because yeah. it being refer- referenced to the cylinder that he just talked about. Yeah. But that's, again, that's what gave me the problem, because he just talked about the cylinder being empty, and then he said he put bullets in it. Mm. But that would that would solve the problem because that would. I know. Th- I'm just saying. Would, like, yeah, yeah, so I, I have to re- write down low. Yeah. But yeah, right after he says the truck and he puts them in there, I was confused. So um, the way I would rewrite it is um, when he gets closer, I look down, see my revolver in my hand, cylinder cylinder empty, barrel smoking, ellipses. I put all six bullets in them because if you're just putting that the barrel smoking, that insinuates that you shot. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And at that point, I start stop taking notes on. Grammar things because it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess on to actual thoughts then. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So I'm going to start my actual thoughts with a quote. Here are the state troopers on the CBs talking more and more about them, about trouble in town, strange goings on and the lack. Wouldn't know, never mingled with the locals. Their money was good enough for me, but they were a weird lot. Dragging their feet, wearing rags and dirty things, all homeless and squatters or, la- or the like, and thus we partially cross over to into Hobovember. <laughs> uh, look to the end of the month when we have a full special episode on Hobovember. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just like, hey, homeless, a homeless uh, horror story in uh, in November. Before we actually do an episode on that. Mm. Um, and then the next one I have. Uh, close enough to smell the filth. It's streaming off him. Into the air around him and me. And he's just staring at me. That, yeah, through that greasy hair of his. Those dirty, gray, bloodshot eyes. Just laughing at me. So, my comment on this was... Uh, I understand this is a metaphor. Like, it's it's metaphorical. Like, it, the, the eyes aren't actually laughing at him. But that would be terrifying if the eyes just started laughing. Like, I, like had like opened up the mouth and started laughing at him. From the guy's eye sockets. He's talking about the mouth. Hmm? No, it's like through those blood, those dirty gray bloodshot eyes, just laughing at him. 
Yeah. So, uh, like that in the sentence, it, like it's just like he's looking at him with like a glint or something that that is like basically like a like a glint of like superiority or something. But um, that's just like the metaphor for it. But if you take that like a, a literal, it is kind of terrifying <laughs> because the eye, his eyes are not normal. Hmm. Um, that is a basically yeah. This is the one where I actually wrote down the long-winded paragraph mm-hmm. about him slowly kind of or him snapping and like starting to hate the hate like hate everything and then right after that we have him basically pull the trigger six times and gun down the guy uh, and to my my notes are for that are well that escalated and not a single period in there just those break lines and commas <laughs> mm-hmm. um, for just a simple mi- from just a simple minor uh, mild-mannered store owner who doesn't mind folks as long as they have, uh, have they're buying something in a store, to this hate-filled man on the edge, ready to snap, and then he does. <laughs> it really didn't escalate that quickly. I don't know. It, it seems a like a couple well, of paragraphs that... before he mentions he got a gun because well, he got the gun to worse. he got the gun to an, as an intimidation factor. I meant like as the, as that paragraph that diatribe goes, um, he goes from just like yeah, get out, sir to getting more annoyed, to getting more annoyed, to hating this town, hating his piece of shit store, and just wanting to, like, gun the guy down, and then he actually does. Um, and then the last bit with the, the rippling of the guy's body and the, the shine in the shuffler's eyes strikes some ideas for me that something supernatural is, is afoot, but it could also just be something mundane, like the guy's just, like, being so pissed off that he's just seeing more and more details in the man that he just hates, um, to the point where he just loses it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to lean toward the side, the supernatural element, though, that like the supernat- something supernatural pulled him over the edge mm-hmm. um, off of this, and that this guy is actually like some kind of like emissary to some dark powers within Never Falls, mm-hmm. but um, that's just because I like supernatural explanations over real-world mm-hmm. stuff, because real-world stuff is sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, or has a tendency to be more tragic horror than, than like the exciting supernatural stuff. Um, and then the next, my last actual thought before we go into finals, um, the whole thing kind of gave me a little mental boost, tell you the truth. I took up hunting as a hobby right after that. Back to nature, back to God sort of thing. I ain't one to brag, but I once caught a, well, you know that joke. Wish I'd taken more trophies, but night hunting is about speed and surprise. Cutting off mementos would have ruined the moment. Had to stop a few years back. Local game learned new places to hide. And my bones were getting tired. Oh, good. We, we've we got a serial killer in Nicker Falls now. Because as I was reading the whole hunting thing, I kind of got the impression that his his prey were the were the homeless. Or were people in... Were, the people, were some of the, uh, the shufflers in town. Says who? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, that's the vibe I got from it. Yeah. And honestly, like, that just kind of like, oh, he's kind of... All right, he's yeah. just... Shit, he snapped and like he enjoyed it, so we started hunting. He took up hunting to like start hunting the uh, hunting more of them. Um, and again, like it's yeah, either um, because the guy just like finally had it and snapped, or like some dark powers of, of Vicar Falls are like again corrupting another person in town or another person or another aspect of the town. So, um, yeah, just personally, I that's what I saw when I, like in the uh, kind of bet- like read between the lines of. What he was saying in the story was it seemed like he was basically hunting the da- most dangerous game, man. 
I saw his him hunting hunting animals. I mean, that's fair. You can also <laughs> take it that way, but like, I think it's creepier if you take it with a where he started hunting where he started hunting afterward. That's true. So but he doesn't say anything about that, so it didn't really. Like <sighs> okay. Well, uh, I sort of took it as hunting the shamblers or whatever. Yeah. Which we don't necessarily know if they're human or the or supernatural things or yeah. 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 But yeah, that's my, my actual thoughts. Um, might be these things real. Alright. So, my mind initially went to uh, those are creatures of some type. Or at least cultists to the, <laughs> to the powers. Yeah. And, it's what I um, want to go toward, but like, at the same time, they could just be like regular, like, poor, just destitute people. <laughs> yeah. And the way this is written, it seems like it's before Cedar Springs. Yeah, uh, yeah, because the new developments and some yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah, so it's like at least like the late, the early two thousands to late nineties kind mm-hmm. of thing is when this all started. Yeah, so I figured that the supernatural task force is the one that nudged the corporation to build Cedar Springs to deal with the cultists and shamblers and whatnot, because that was their main breeding ground. Oh, I see. That's why you started, like, touring afterward. Like, you started doing, like, uh, I think in the story it's, like, hunt, Hunter Tour Guide. Uh, hunter Tour Guide. Yeah, like, hunt game animals. Yeah. No. That's, <laughs> I, again, like, that's your opinion. Like, and, like same yeah. as mine. Like, so we have different ones. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, uh, the guy in the story retires, and the new developments are there to help quell the the issue, because he was the one guy keeping all of the supernatural at bay. Oh, I see. With his hunting, uh-huh. but he's retired, so they had to do something about it. So that's where the supernatural task force got involved and said, hey, big corporation, we got some prime land over here. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how it is. <laughs> Goddamn supernatural task forces everywhere. No, they literally are. Now here's a question: Does the men in plaid like are they also in Nicker Falls now too? Are yeah, they sure. Familiar with the supernatural task force. <laughs> yeah. They're a logging division. Yeah. And then the the other idea is that they're just super mundane. Like it, it it's people, but. I'm envisioning some really gassy teenagers. Yeah, just and teenagers when they pass, when they just light up with a big smile, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Or like with my one dog, <laughs> just like cartons of bombs, like just air bombs at one place, and then moves on. Yeah, that's why we're here this week because yeah. your <sighs> so your entire house is bombed right now. Fumigated my entire fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So that, that that was my main actual thoughts for this, was just looking at it in the supernatural and then looking at it in the mundane. Mm-hmm. So either he's a crazy serial killer or... Or he's, he's a defender for the, for, for the system, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like the, the troll hunter guy from Troll yeah. Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. Is that all your thoughts? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, um, I only got a few written down. As soon as I started mentioning the shufflers, um, I, 
Were you guys scared, like, freaked out by the way they moved? Not particularly. I was a little, like, we, like I was a little intrigued by the, like, the guys just, like, the shuffle on the back was just, like, going in circles, and I wasn't sure if, like, he was, like, doing some weird, like, ritual circles or something like that, or just, like, just going around <laughs> in circles in the alley, in the aisle, but not particularly. Why? Well, I couldn't take them seriously at all. Um, I just found them funny. Specifically, I hope this will load. Um, let me see if it'll load. I preloaded it before I came over here, so I hope it'll just play. It doesn't seem to be. No, it probably isn't. Savage. Even though it like, preloaded on YouTube. Well, what, what was the video? Shit. Well, either way, um, I'll have to show you later. I can just get out of this full screen mode. Um, for those at home, Google, um... I can leave it in the description below as well. Yeah. Um, um, Tim Conway's oldest man character from the, uh, Carol Burnett show. Because the way that he moves, I'll have to show you guys in person now. <laughs> this is the way he moves everywhere. <laughs> oh, you thought you you went to the, you went to the extreme? Yeah. <laughs> like I just think of like like kind of zombified, like zonked out, like like just like that's a, sh- a zombie, like that's a great shambler, a shambler. A shambler, but shuffler is the same. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess shuffling I, your feet. Yeah, I don't know. I can see it being either way. Like they're just like shuffling their feet. Like they're just like being really slow about everything. About all shuffling your feet is not lifting your feet up when you're walking. So they're just dragging, sliding. basically. Then. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw it like Tim you, Conway. You went, yeah, you went super, like, silly. <laughs> Partially because I've been watching a lot of Carol Burnett lately, <laughs> just to catch up, because I haven't... I never really watched it back in the day. But yeah. So I was immediately not scared of it. All right. And it's Tim Conway's fault. <laughs> yes. How dare you, Tim? How dare you? <laughs> how dare How dare you make me watch your your videos? I know, right? Um, <laughs> Be influenced by them. <laughs> and then... Um, after the um, after the murder of the guy, yeah, uh, he says there wasn't much to clean up as I thought. I just tossed him in my trunk. Wouldn't you think to call the cops? No, he snapped at that point. Like so, he's just he like didn't. I, he did kind he of. He said snapped, but I, I didn't take that as him losing his sanity. Oh, it's yeah. essentially this crazy monstrous guy is approaching him. So he got the gun specifically to defend himself from crime. Mm-hmm. So for all he knows, this guy is gonna shank him and rob him. So he shot him. Yeah. And then at that point, a logical person would call the cops, especially if it's a monster. So the body's there. I'm on the phone. Cops, SNTF, come over here and see this so they can see the body. Same time though, especially if it's not the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like Icker Falls is like. I don't know. I lean toward the weird, the, the weird like like sandblasting stuff over the mundane stuff. But uh, yeah, it, like in a in a normal world, like yeah, like you would call the cost. But Baker Falls is not a real world. A normal, uh, sorry, it's not. Well, it's not a real world. Also, but it's not a normal world. <laughs> no, but it's just weird. I just wish the the monster was described a little bit more because we don't know if it's monstrous or not because he didn't remark about it being monstrous. It. It's probably just a dude, but then he shot him, and then there surprisingly wasn't much mess, and that should have been weird, to the point that he would examine more and see what it actually is, and then he would call someone and be like, what the fuck, this is more important than the game, and rationale. Yeah. 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 Fuck that. But the thing is, (laughs) personally, he knows everyone, but also knows no one, because he owns a convenience store, so... 
He we knows, don't establish yeah. that he has any friends. Also, he doesn't like yeah talk to the town. He doesn't know a lot of cops apparently. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. 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 The cops are his only friends, and then he doesn't talk to any of them about this. And they just dumps the body, and it's like it's fine. They'll, no one will pin me as the murderer. Yeah. And yeah, and that's my, goes into my next point. It's way too much of a happy ending. There's four paragraphs of him just becoming a normal hunter. Okay. And it's, <laughs> if you take that route, if you if you just read the if you just read it like I'll, I'll read the words value, the way sure. I read the words that were typed yeah, to me. I know. And those words say that he um, after that he took up hunting as a hobby, getting back to nature, 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 nature. Yeah, continue. As a hobby, right after that, back to nature and God, and then he says, "I'm not one to brag, but I once caught a you know you know the joke." As in he's, in, he's talking about he caught like some animal at some point, and then goes on later saying that, um... I just got... Well, I know what that joke is now. What? At least, at least for, my, for my point of view, like, to stay with, like, like what, I, what, I, what I believe this, like, it's trying to say is, like, you know that joke? I was like, I, like, I once caught the most dangerous game. Man. Because <laughs> that's the joke of that, but, like, yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's another part. I don't know specifically what joke they're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's left for innuendo, and... Open-endedness. Yeah, but if it's not told to me, I'm not good. That's fair. Then you're not going to like it. I understand. No, I'm not. And then at the end it says, I hired myself out as a hunter and tour guide. You don't go on a tour murdering people. That would raise suspicion. And people would be like, you're insane. I'm calling the police. Sure. Do you think he has it in the newspaper that, uh, oh, I run uh, tour guides and, and kill the local homeless people around town. Call me if you want a, a tour and see me murder these people. Yeah, sure. It just makes no sense, so no, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I will stay wrong, then. Okay, good. You do that. And that's the end of my notes. Okay. You're going to hate my final thoughts. <laughs> I hated all your thoughts. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to leave off with the final thing on the story. Uh, now that this redevelopment stuff has started, I'm glad to see the old stuff go. About time the city had some fresh blood, I say. For me, this ending has a double meaning. Uh, and I will just say that it is my personal belief, or my personal opinion on this, and apparently not many other people here. <laughs> um, either he is genuinely glad to see new business... Or he's glad to see new prey. And that part, and that's part of the open ended innuendo of the ending here that I found dreadfully enjoyable was that it leaves off for you to speculate what the fuck's going to happen next in this town. Um, and the dread implications of the story, of the story. Cause again, I, I personally saw it that he was hunting people afterward, like mm-hmm. after he, he kind of got a taste for it. Uh, and honestly, like it wasn't until he started talking about hunting that, um, that like kind of the dread kicked in that like the real monster of the story by the end of it was actually the Sauron, like that he had just mm-hmm. gone like Iker Falls had corrupted another person in town. Um, the dialogue narrative, I will say, with the accents um, and again like the the whole like dialogue nature, it is a bit tasking at times to interpret or just read through, uh, but it does give a bit of character to the person that we're that's telling the story. Uh, and again, it does lead off, like, it kind of, again, personally, it left off a sinister note um, to this horror story that the character, like, is turned out to be the serial killer, or is going to be, is the serial killer, like, moving forward after the incident. Um, but that is my final thought before I kind of go into the last thing. 
but I'll let you guys do your final thoughts first. Um, I will say I'd, I'd recommend this story if you want if you like those kind of stories that do like that are just that uh, that are like a dialogue style um, that emulates someone telling a story from their point of view with a their own accents, their own like verbal quirks and stuff. Um, if you want a more traditional story, you're not going to get it with this one. So I guess partial a partial recommendation. Um, personally, I liked it, so I I personally recommend it, but it's not for everyone. Mike, please answer. Uh, well, it gets a half recommendation from me. Uh, the the fact that it's all dialogue and the accent uh, reminded me of that one creepy past of. Oh God, they're back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it reminded me of that one creepy past of that we did. Uh, where we had the author who's putting creepypastas on creepypasta.com. Oh, picture this. (laughs) No, no. Uh, He was, uh, like, and his stuff keeps getting rejected. Oh, the Bruja, or La Bruja. Yeah, Yeah. and he's like, that's his accent. He's supposed to talk like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is probably why this isn't on the web, because it got taken down. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Instead, it's, on, it's been published. Yeah. <laughs> so who's the real winner here? <laughs> um, yeah, and the whole monster of the shufflers, uh, it, to me, wasn't all that creepy. Um, but then he does end up taking one out because of its stupid fat white grin and the glint in his eyes matching the glint of my gun. So, that was most of the description we get beyond the shuffling. Yeah, and the rippling um, behind underneath his, his clothes. Yeah, because he's passing so much wind. <laughs> it's just a clothes one. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like shaking. It's just like, oh, crawl. If you can actually, like, I'm sorry, but like, that, that guy has to be put down. If you can physically see that, like, happening, like, his yeah. entire body is just covered in anuses. God. Constantly farting. Oh, God. Everywhere. Anus man. Mm-hmm. It's anus man, actually. Ah, yes. Ah, uh, yeah, so... It's interesting, and I like how it's tied into the rest and the development of which we assume is Cedar Springs. Yeah. Um, which ties to another story, Nicker Falls. But there's not a whole lot. It's just a convenience store guy that gets angry with people that don't buy his stuff. They just walk into his store. And one like, <laughs> last straw just guns one yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, it's only a half recommendation. Alright. Gear? Yeah, hi. Typing things. <laughs> okay. Important final thoughts. Mm-hmm, that yeah. can't be left out. Yes. Anti-cultist thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Counter-cultist thoughts. Again, you have opinions on things. Like, I'm not, like... <laughs> Okay. So, um... You're wrong! You're wrong and I hate you! No. I'm not surprised. Um, no, that was you me. Like, that was you, like, yelling at me. Really? You sound a lot like yourself. <laughs> I, didn't go for it. I didn't say a thing yet. I haven't raised my voice once. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, overall, I didn't really like the story. the The monster wasn't scary to me, even if I didn't envision him as Tim Conway's old man shuffling around slowly. Even if I didn't imagine him as that, he wasn't really scary because they didn't tell us what he was. And yes, I know I often say I want to know more about about the monster, but I don't want to know everything about the monster. I want to have a visual of what the guy sees. Because if you're retelling what you saw and it's impactful enough in your life that it's changed your life and you remember it enough that you want to tell someone the entire story, the image of that person would be burned in your head. Even if you only saw him for a split second, you'd be able to describe everything. Especially if he can mention that the clothes are rippling, but he can't mention if his face was messed up. He had matted hair. Like, he had, a, like, a, a fat, gr- white grin. Yes. Like, matted hair, gray, white grin. Gray, bloodshot eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, he's describing the person. He's describing the creature, the character. But apparently that's not enough description. No. Okay. Because it, it leaves off at the end when he, when he shoots him, and, like, there's no mess. Like, why would there not be a mess? If you shoot a guy, that's going to make a mess. Mm-hmm. Just, like, there's a lot of things that this character, I feel like any normal human being would do, and he didn't do. So I I can't really connect with the character, and I don't really understand the methodology in his actions. Um, reading through it, the accent and text never really bugged me because yes, that is the way he talks, and I understand that. My, my where I got stumbled up through the story is just through, um, like things being repeated over and over, and all the things I talked about earlier. I don't need to repeat it. Yes, he became a hunter, but he he didn't say he took it up because he got a taste of killing. And he wanted to do it more. He specifically said, back to nature, back to basics. Like, sure. he just kind of wants to... Because like, that's what it just says in the story. That's, our, that's an opinion. And he had the gun to defend himself from the, the criminals that were getting worse and worse throughout the story. So he was prepared to use it. So when I saw him shoot the guy, well, after I realized he shot, because it wasn't clear to me immediately, I wasn't really surprised, because it was a slow build-up, and you see everything happening. Um... Then, yeah, that, that's about it. Overall, I didn't really like the story, though. It's... I know it's dialogue, but it shouldn't get a free pass because of that, so I'm not going to give it one, and not going to recommend it, because I wasn't really scared of it, and the ending was too happy. Okay. Fair enough. Well, last thing I'm going to leave off before we end off the show. Uh, I do find it funny that this story... Is our second or is our second last entry, um, and that the next one uh, that we are going to be concluding Ica Falls this year with um, are the two stories in the Visitor's Guide compilation that were written by someone other than Chris Straub, um, and I think it was probably one of the uh, like earlier people to like get in on that train because there have been other stories of Ica Falls written and submitted on the Ica Falls website since this got published. Mm-hmm. And I think this person was either just a friend of, of Chris's or just somebody who liked the Icar Falls stories that Chris wrote and decided mm-hmm. to add on to it. Um, but yeah, that's I just found that interesting because like we have kind of been doing spoilers. We have kind of been doing the stories kind of mismatch, not in the order that they are presented in the uh, collection, primarily because we started that way. <laughs> um, but I did find it funny like when we finally got around to the when we finally got to the last ones, they are kind of tied up to the last two that weren't by Chris Drop. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that, uh, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, um, 
Leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can check us out on iTunes uh, and leave us a rating and review. Every little bit helps. Uh, you can uh, send us uh, messages on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Review Cultist. Mikey is at The East Stands for Evil. And The Gamer in Yellow is at The Gamer in Yellow, but without W, because Twitter hates him. Um, you can also leave us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, if you'd like to uh, check out the title cards for each episode, you go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com, crazon.deviantart.com, or the YouTube channel, Al Dente Rigamortis, where you can check out the videos of each episode. Uh, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to our Patreon. Look up Al Dente Rigamortis and select the back or two you'd like to support us at. We currently have $2 and $5 tier, but every any little bit, any little donation helps. We have special episodes, early access episodes, and uh, the special episodes include Aldente Real Talk, where we talk about videos and films based or inspired from creepypastas, or in the inspiration for creepypastas. Um, we also have actual play rigor mortis, where we play uh, tabletop games based on horror and creepypasta themes. And for my two co-hosts, uh, they have their own two special shows on the uh, Patreon called... Aldente Reloaded at the $5 tier, where Mikey and I go back to... The good, the bad, and the ugly bosses that the cultists and the doctor did in the past. Read them and see what our thoughts thought that. Read them and see what our thoughts are on them. And El Dente Revelations at the two dollar tier, where Mikey and I continue those thoughts after listening to the old episodes that the cultists and the doctor did, and possibly have a mind breaking revelation while doing so. Cool. Um, and for all our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And for all the listeners that we have and the authors of the stories that we read, thank you immensely, because without your listenership, we wouldn't really have much of a show. And to, your, to the authors, without your stories, I would not have creepy stories to read, and we would not have creepy stories to discuss. So, thank you. Um, so, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigmortis, Rigorfall 2018. Sleep well.